Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Can't Teach Size, a hockey podcast. I'm Liz, joined by Brady, of course, as always. Uh, it has been a little bit since we jumped back on here to, <laughs> to chat with everyone. <laughs> Brady's laughing. We were like, oh, we'll do an episode this week. And that was, you know, last week and whatnot. There was a stretch where we're like, we won't do one. We're both super busy. And then life just kind of got a little bit nuts. And for one particular reason for both of us, um, Brady and I both recently got jobs with SDPN. Um, that stands for Steve Dangle Podcast Network, right? Like that's uh, always okay. This is this is something that always comes up, and whenever I'm like playing chill with Steve, it's always like it, it. He always says it doesn't stand for anything, but I I think that's a bit. I think I think legally it doesn't stand. I think it legally doesn't stand for anything, but it's. I'm pretty sure it's a bit. It has to be a bit because it, it. But also at the same time, we maybe we shouldn't spread lies about our employer. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Dangle stinks. I hate that guy. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, so yeah, we are the two hosts of Game Over Winnipeg. So for those of you who don't know, basically what that is, is they just have a segment for each Canadian market um, that does a post game show after every single game where we jump on a call for about, you know, 30 minutes or so, give or take a little bit, talk about what we just saw, uh, either with each other, by ourselves, with guests all over the place. A lot of the other markets have a few hosts. They're all so amazing. We have a group chat that's literally on fire all the time. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, but Winnipeg is just Brady and I. And it's been, like, I didn't... Okay, it's not that I didn't think it would be a lot of work. It is a lot of work, and I knew it was going to be a lot of work. And it's a lot of fun work. But it's just a little bit more tiring than I thought it was going to be. You know, uh, I was like, I, also, I talk about okay, hockey well, all the okay, time well, anyway. Well, I, I, I also need to point out the fact that we did our first show together and then you abandoned me for like three episodes. <laughs> so you know what? You, oh, oh, you, oh, it's so tiring. I didn't realize it. <laughs> well, then uh, I'm over here manning the fort for uh, the first like four games while, <laughs> while you're okay, out there. I other found stuff. you your guest. I didn't want to leave you high and dry. No, I know. The timing was so poor. You didn't find me um, my when guest. we sat down. Sorry, continue. <laughs> the two people that we both would have come up with for one another anyways yeah. um no but it was so funny because when brady and i were looking to get started um we sat down with our boss andrew shout out andrew we love we stand Super um and we're looking at these dates and we're like oh this would be a great day to start and i was like okay sounds good i'm going to calgary right afterwards so i won't and, be there and before then he was trying to get us to start uh on on a weekend where I literally like the one weekend of the year that I'm not in Winnipeg. I'm like in Toronto. Like he was in Toronto. I was hosting a conference and I was literally like, I don't really drink. I would say like I, if I go to like a party, I usually drive or I usually just don't feel like drinking. So I would say like maybe like once every couple months or so, or maybe every six months, I'll like go like drink. I wasn't sober for like five consecutive days, and I'm just like, oh, do you guys want to start this weekend? I was like, mm, no, no, thank you. It was uh, not not the greatest time. And Brady was in Toronto with all with all the boys and yeah. uh, with Ray Bork yeah. hanging out, playing hockey, chilling. <laughs> but yeah, but it has Brady been... would just like text me the names of random hockey men that were there. He'd be like Ray Bork, and I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell Clark, Eric Mandros, nice. yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're I guess we're back. Um, the the schedule on the show will probably be a little more. It might not be exactly every Sunday. Uh, obviously, we're recording on a Monday today, but uh, we're going to try to keep with it as much as possible and uh, try and fit it in between uh, the, all the game over stuff. But like I said, um, I I know at least a decent chunk of our fan base is uh, or our audience. I'm not going to call them fan base. <laughs> our audience is is, is 
are Jets fans. So uh, so go check out the game over Winnipeg streams. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we've got one tomorrow the, after the uh, the Colorado game, which should be should be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see how the Jets fare uh, against the uh, the reigning Cup champs. Um, I guess this could kind of be our segue into actually talking about hockey instead of uh, our personal lives now. <laughs> Um, no one wants to hear about that crap. Yeah, I mean, so so today we basically it's you know we're kind of like a quarter way through the season. Um, it's a good checkpoint. Uh, you know, the the old American Thanksgiving is when you kind of get to see you know what teams are in the playoffs so far. And I think it's some sort of stat like eighty percent of the teams that are in the playoffs uh, make it. Or no, it's I think it's eighty percent of the teams that aren't in the playoffs by Thanksgiving won't make it or something okay. the other way around. I don't I, know. I can't I feel like I don't that about know. tracks, like realistically, like looking through patterns of previous years. Like I'm sure that's about right. Yeah. Um, so regardless, we're, we're going to just kind of do a little bit of a check in all around the league and, uh, and give our thoughts on, on the teams and kind of just talk about everything. I actually am. I, I realize I have my notebook here in front of me that has all of my uh, pre, my, our, my preseason rankings that we did. Uh, at the start of of the run of Cantich size, so Oof. maybe maybe I'll compare them to there. Uh, do you have yours available by chance? <laughs> I should have them on my phone. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh oh. Um. My my New Jersey Devils sitting sixth or whatever in their <laughs> division is probably uh, uh <laughs> enough grounds for me to shut this podcast right down. To the I ground, had them. So. I had them at five. I'm looking right now. Um. Which hey, but honestly, I don't. I don't think anyone had them. Uh, as high as they are right now. I mean, what was it? A, a 13, oh, almost 14. It was 13 games, right? That they ended up winning straight. No, did they get to 13? I, or was I, no, it the 13? No, it, it was, they definitely got to 13. I think it was, they were going for 14 against the Leafs and, and obviously that lost. They and lost. we know what happened there. Yeah. Which, come on, the Leafs, like, have, let us have some fun. Like, that stinks. Right? They ruin everything. For real. Um, Okay. Before we we jump into this, because I don't really know exactly where we're gonna go with this, we're we're just flying by the seat of our pants in this this episode. We're just gonna talk and see where really? it goes about like, every team. Absolutely. Um, Liz, I have a question for you and for everyone oh, at God. home. If I if if I were to give you three guesses, do you think you could guess who is currently the top of the odds to win the Stanley Cup on Money Puck? Who has the the highest percentage? Can you guess? I, I I will give you three three chances. Guess number one for me is the Boston Bruins. They are, I believe, second. So that's a good okay. guess. A good guess, but it is not who we are looking for. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. is it something that's surprising to you? I I'm not gonna say anything. I want you okay, just to guess, okay. and then I'll I'll let you know at the end. I feel like. I'm trying to think teams like I'm I'm thinking of the standings like I don't want to say it's the Devils because we already talked about the Devils and that would be a given just based on their record. Um and then I believe the Islanders are second in that division and I know they've had some hot goaltending so Money Puck probably wouldn't lean into that too favorably so I don't think it's them. Vegas? Is it Vegas? It is not Vegas. Vegas oh, is boy. uh ooh, let's see 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 on the Jesus. list which is insane considering they're top of their division but i was gonna say um, aren't they, but their division's also poo so yeah so uh so there's your two guesses and oh by the way boston was second on that list okay uh one final guess list and then i will reveal to you do you have a guess let's, 
let's go with the Dallas Stars. Is it the Dallas Stars? It is not the Dallas Stars. And actually, the uh, when it comes to the Central here, I'm looking. Oh no, Colorado's higher. Colorado's third, but uh, but the 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 Jets do top the uh, the Stars in, in in odds to win the Cup based on money puck. No list. So real. It is the juggernaut. Seattle Kraken <laughs> with 11, what was it? 11.7% uh, likeliness to win the cup. Uh, I was just looking through uh, Money Puck earlier today and I saw this and I was like, excuse me. Uh, I knew they were doing well. Um, they're second in their division, which I don't understand how being their second in their division, like they're second. I, like, I guess they're a couple points or they have a couple games in hand on uh on the Golden Knights. Yeah, they have two games in hand on them, but there are still four points back from them. So I don't really get what the deal is there. Maybe it's because they're on a five game win streak um coming into tonight. Uh so I don't I don't really get that. Uh <laughs> but hey, Martin Jones. <laughs> who could have seen this guy <laughs> being actually like an effective goalie? Martin Jones for the longest time now is was one of the like like the guys you joke about that is like so bad when it comes to goaltending. Like I actually cannot the think the Devin Dubnik. Remember when he and Devin Dubnik were on the same team and we all just like it was the per it was perfect. It was it was perfect. I liked Devin Dubnik. I was really sad when he went out. Uh cuz I, I thought he was good. I thought he was good on the Wild and then I found out the Wild were just good and he was uh he was getting like the Corey Crawford effect. Um you know. But Real. I, I digress. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I guess um, you know, based on this, I guess we can kind of start at the uh, uh, at the uh, start with the Pacific Division since we're already kind of we already talked a little bit about the Kraken. I mean, the main things for them is uh, obviously Martin Jones is is you know standing on his head. He's playing really well, but the team all around him is playing really good. And it's like I feel like last year uh, at the start of the year. When the you know the the Kraken's inaugural season, a lot of the a lot of the nerds were higher on, uh, on the Kraken than they ended up being last year. Mm -hmm. But I, like I guess I think what the issue was last year was that they had absolutely no goaltending, and I'm not saying that Martin Jones is some kind of savior, but I think that he <laughs> is. I think he's playing well enough, which is all you can really ask for, uh, in this league. Mm -hmm. Um. And then yeah, of course they traded for like who who is it? Uh, Burkowski and uh, Bjorkstrand and Bjorkstrand. Yeah, like th those are two guys who absolutely like definitely affect the fact that they're doing much better this year. They have actual scoring. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else to say on the Kraken. I'll let you. I'm pulling up their stats right now because I literally, again, same thing. Three guesses, whatever gun to my head. I who are their leading scorers? Where are they getting their goals from? I have no idea. Well, let's like, let's take a look. Matt Beneers, like Matty Beneers has been good this year. I know that. Yeah, um, I know he's at, at the top of a lot of people's uh Calder ballots and whatnot at this point. So okay, Barakovsky's uh, at twenty one points. Matty Beneers is oh good for him. He's almost at a point per game pace. But like even still the the Eberleys, Jaden Schwartz and the Jared McCanns of the world. Vince Dunn has 13 points. Like, I'm just reading off names here. Ju but, yeah, like, Justin they're Schultz. They're a team of nobodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, they're kind of, they're kind of chan uh, channeling their, like, Vegas year one misfit toys kind of thing uh, really? coming into the season. So, um, you know, I'm glad to see uh, it working out in Seattle, especially, you know, with the new market, you want to see that the team do decent just so that their fan base can kind of really establish themselves. 
um, as much as we all hate the Golden Knights, um, I'm glad they exist and I'm glad they do have a fan base um, because it is better for the league all in all. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, to talk about the Golden Knights, uh, they are in my opinion, I would say the odds on favorite in that division to be, uh, you know, to go the furthest in the, in the playoffs, despite what money puck thinks. I disagree. Um, you dis- I disagree. Yeah. I still think we're going to see more regression. I think, I still think Calgary's is a better team. I still have faith in them. I will. I I'm not ready to give up on them just yet. Okay. We'll we'll chat about Calgary in a minute. I think, I think we do have to give at least, at least our two minutes to the golden Knights. Um, Jack Eichel is Whatever. an absolute, freak of nature he's a maniac uh again same thing so glad to see this guy um you know coming back from his injury coming back from his surgery he fought for what he wanted he got what he wanted got traded to a really good team is a key piece of that team and now they're what like 16 and 6 like that uh, you know we got to give it to them especially in a season where like the whole goaltending stuff apparently logan thompson is like a god god like, this that is the most frustrating thing for me it's so funny watching teams like because we 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 get the a really nice uh cushy seat having connor hellebuck as our goalie forever and ever amen and i will not think about the fact that his contract ends in a year and a half um <laughs> what he looks like you were about to say something <laughs> No, 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 go on. Just, just bracing for impact. You, you could have ended it at, we have Connor Hellebuck forever and ever, and you could have just left it at that. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it's very funny. Then you watch teams like the Leafs who just every year struggle to find their goaltending and this and that. And then you just look at a team like the Golden Knights, you just go, oh, this guy we just pulled up from the AHL and now he's our starting goalie. Uh, obviously, we needed him in a pinch, but like, it's so funny seeing the difference between that and like the Eric Schalgrens of the world. Um, who come up through uh, the Leaf system and just get absolutely shelled when they have to play big minutes. So real. <laughs> I think that the Vegas Golden Knights are just like, I, I, I just love that or- organization. Like, I hate the team. I hate the team. They're so... Uh, except but... for Mark Stone and Jack Eichel. Those two, those two I, I, I love, but other than no, that, I, I agree. I like some of their players. I like some of their staff. I like some of their paraphernalia whatever i just hate the team i can't tell you what about the team i hate it's just i hate 2018 that's what i hate but whatever <laughs> what um, they stand for <laughs> i'm bitter i'm mad oh i get um, it <laughs> we're all still bad i remember i used to beef with oilers fans for being like oh like 2016 playoffs or whatever year it was i was like oh my god guys that's so long ago but here i am screaming about the 2017-18 playoffs when we literally still have like two of the same players on the roster but you know what it's fine whatever i don't yeah. care but uh the biggest gold knights are a well-run hockey team they I was so happy when they pulled in Bruce Cassidy. Happy as in, like, oh, good, a good coach is going to a good team kind of thing. Not that, oh, a team I hate is about to be really fantastic because they're bringing in someone really good. Um, but I think he gets a lot of credit for a lot of the success they're seeing. And like you said, like, the Logan Thompson of the world, like, I am a firm believer that teams just need lots of good pieces and the rest of it will come. Like, for example, you know, the Winnipeg Jets, like, they have a good goaltender and now that they seem to have a good coach and they so it's like, the rest of the pieces kind of fall in place. Like, so if goaltending is the only thing you're missing, look at, like, Colorado Avalanche, for example. Like, their goaltending last year was not Vezina caliber by any means, but it's like if you have all of the other pieces, you can make do with passable goaltending, and that's exactly what they did. They didn't just make do; they saw, you know, the epitome of success all through the regular season and through the playoffs, right? So, I think that 
you know, Logan Thompson, I'm not trying to shit on him or anything over here, but I guess I kind of am. Um, but I think it just, it's a testament of how good that hockey team is. I, I have to call you out for constantly just shitting on Darcy Kemp for the, any chance you get. <laughs> I was listening to your show with Marat. You had to, you had to pull it out there being like, he's the worst goalie who's won the cup in years. And then you, pulled, you pulled it. I, I mean, like. I, I don't but the thing is I I don't think he's a bad goalie. I don't think he's no. a bad goalie whatsoever. But uh I actually for a long time thought he was a very underrated goalie. But uh yeah, me too. Um but then I decided he's overrated and now I'll die on that <laughs> hill. So That's fair. Um yeah. I mean, what else is there to say about the Golden Knights? We can move on from them. But like uh I think the most interesting teams to look at in the Pacific are uh the two right in the smack middle. Uh you got your Battle of Alberta, Oilers and Flames. Um which one do you want to tackle first, would you say? And death is not an option. No. <laughs> <laughs> um well, I think let's talk about let's talk about the Oilers. Um I mean, I've seen some tweets from actual Oilers fans and you know, they'll they'll say it not me, right? how are we in year seven of Connor McDavid and this team is sitting at 500? Like, it's embarrassing. Like, I hate the Oilers. I'm glad they suck. But, like, man, oh, man, they should be a better team than they are right now. Jack Campbell. <laughs> it's all I have to say. Enough. <laughs> man, what, again, with the whole goaltending, it's cra- it's just crazy. It's like, I, I think actually the, instead of saying the Leafs and, and their backup shenanigans, I think the Oilers are the epitome of, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, just get a f- goddamn goalie. Like just no, get, absolutely like, they are. Like just imagine, like basically, they the the Oilers could could be exactly what the Jets want to be, which is just like good goaltender guys who can score. We don't do everything great, but we can rely on good goaltending, and our guys, guys will score. score. And and the the Oilers have have the guys who can score. They certainly do. So like I I. I don't even know what to say. Like uh, I, I will say though, my uh, my prediction of uh, of Stuart Skinner is going to be the starter there by the end of the the year is uh, is actually is actually looking not too bad. Although he hasn't been fantastic this year either. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it's no, but it's I want I was shitting on Darcy Kemper before and I'll shit on Jack Campbell now. I was saying the same thing last year. When you have a team that's so good, they have good coaching, they have good forwards, they have good depth they can make do with passable goaltending and that's exactly what they did and everyone's like oh they're a good team therefore their goalie must be good that's not always the case and that wasn't the case last year with the Toronto Maple Leafs Jack Campbell I don't think is that good there's a reason that he was what mid-20s and had never really been a solid starter he's not one right now I don't think so I feel vindicated by this one for sure that's fair um and then we move on to the Flames which is a team that I am just sad i'm sad to see them in what is it fifth place right now i think they're gonna figure it out and, and get rolling again because they started the season pretty hot um but obviously any year with with a decent amount of turnover especially on the top end of your roster it's, you, you do have to take some time to figure it out coach has to take some time to figure it out um i think their issue i could be wrong i'm actually gonna bring this up I feel like Markstrom hasn't been great this year. I think that Dan Vladar has kind of taken a bit of the net from them, which is yeah, really, really weird I to see because so. I, I, I would consider Markstrom one of the better goalies in this league. I um, agree. I could be wrong on that. I'm, and I'm not even going to pull up the actual answer because whatever. <laughs> I can't find it. Because you're probably wrong and you don't want to be. Yeah. And it, I don't know. No, I agree, though. I agree. But like, yeah. And so I, I like, I don't know. It, it's, it's a very weird year because like, I, 
they're getting a lot of scoring from like some other players who are stepping up like this, like this Adam Rudzika, or I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but he's been on absolute heater ever since he kind of got moved up into the top six. Uh, the only reason I know that is because I watched like two Flames games and then added him on my fantasy team because I thought he looked good. Real. And uh, <laughs> and he's been doing well for me. But yeah, I mean, like the. Uh, but the thing is, like with the Pacific, like the Pacific's still pretty tight. Like the other than the Golden Knights, who are sitting at what thirty five points now. Oh, it looks like it's updated. They they got another win tonight. It looks like, um, which is fantastic or something. Uh, yeah, it looks like or, it. I don't know. Whatever. Um, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Like other than that, like the points are sitting at like Kraken have twenty nine, the Kings have tw- uh, twenty seven, and then the Oilers and Flames are sitting at twenty two and twenty one respectively. So it's like. I don't know. I, I, I still think that the Flames can can pop up. And same with the Oilers. Like, they should be both in... At least one of those teams should be in the top three in that division. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that either of those teams could potentially miss out um, of the playoffs. Uh, or, like, I get... You know, if they get in as a wild card, it is what it is. But, like, I don't know. I, I would say... Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the Central right now, and the teams that are, would be in the wild card are the, the Wild and the Blues, and... And I don't really know who. I think there's going to be a lot of movement in the Western Conference between now and playoff time. So I think the Western. But I do think they both end up in the playoffs. I think the Western Conference is kind of pretty unremarkable. Like there's not a lot of of standout teams where you're like they're a juggernaut. They're going crazy. There is Jason Robertson. There is Jack Eichel, and then there is the rest. (laughs) And Connor Hellebuck. (laughs) Real, real. Um. All right, let's finish off the Pacific with uh, a little bit of talk about the Canucks. I don't, I, I mean, unless you have anything you want to talk about the Sharks and Ducks. Uh, they, they're bad. They're they are, bad. they That's are what all. we thought they were. Um, and uh, other than the Sharks, shout out Eric Carlson. That guy's Real. playing like crazy. Uh, it, it's, it's a fantastic year when you see people uh, talking about Eric Carlson trades and like not in like a cap dump way, but in like a, I think Literally. he can help our team way. Um, mm-hmm. he's one of the most dynamic D he, or he was one of the most dynamic defense. And it's very, very good to see him, uh, having a bit of a, uh, resurgence this year. So shout out to everyone him. Likes Eric Carlson too. Like everyone wants him to do well. Yeah. You know, oftentimes I feel like when teams trade stars, people get bitter towards them. And like Ottawa centers fans are some of the most annoying people on the internet and <laughs> they're not even bitter towards him. Right. Which just, I think is an indictment of like, Everyone likes Eric Carlson. Like everyone wants him to do well. It's good for the league, man. So yeah. I, I'm pumped about it. And it's and with him, it's like you. I don't think that he forced his way out there. I think that that was like uh, Eugene Melnick wouldn't pay him kind of thing. And he was Real. like, well, I guess I will go where someone will pay me money. Um, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. So anyways, last thing, uh, Canucks. Obviously, we kind of talked about them prior. They they could not hold a lead to save their life at the start of the season. Uh, they've kind of you know they're 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 floating now they're doing okay they're doing okay uh they're like what nine ten and three uh again 21 points they're tied with the flames which that i don't know if i don't know if that means that you know the canucks have really figured it out or the flames really need to figure it out i think it's probably the latter but um the one thing that i have to say that's un- that's remarkable about the canucks there's two things uh oh my god bo horvat uh, is like uh, like second or third in the league in goals. I have to bring it up to be sure. Give me a moment. Um, stall. <laughs> the the other play, things. Bo Horvat, play. 
the uh the other thing i i need to mention as i bring this up is um like Spencer Martin is stealing the crease from Thatcher Demko, which is a sentence I never thought I would ever say, especially not like now, like uh, especially coming off of the, the, like the postseason last year, like Dem or not, no, sorry, not last year, the year before when, you know, Demko Demko has been a solid goalie for a while now in the NHL and Spencer Martin. I wasn't he a guy who they like called up on an emergency basis uh, and then he played well, and they were like, "Let's give this guy a contract." I could be wrong on that, but I feel like no, that sounds about right. Like I think he was like a UBC guy, and then they were like, "Well, he's pretty good." So yeah, he's U Sport in Canada, and then he's playing in the NHL. You know, you've done something wrong. <laughs> Again, I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong, but uh, maybe that's just how unremarkable his name is. But um, <laughs> but okay, this, so this is what I wanted to say. If I told you that a quarter way through the season. Bo Horvat would have more goals than Connor McDavid and would be second in the league in goals. What would your reaction be? Like that's bananas. Like, like, oh, that must mean that the Vancouver Canucks are pretty good, right? And you'd be like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you th- you'd think, you'd think, eh? Um, but yeah, so like that's it, it's crazy. It's in 22 games, he's got 17 goals. That guy is an animal. He's gonna get absolutely paid in the offseason. And uh whoever trades for him at the deadline, assuming he gets moved. Um <laughs> I assume so. Like uh, that's like I what what even are the Canucks gonna do? Like I I would love to chat with uh some of the game over Vancouver people on on what they actually think what what the course is here for the next like couple of years, because it doesn't make no, any it's sense. Giving Philadelphia Flyers. It's like, what's going on ever? Like, yeah, forwards, backwards, now here, anything? No idea. Yeah, I, I, who, who's to say what the real, what the plan is there? Because again, it, it, nothing lines up with that JT Miller contract, um, and that's what's really throwing me for a loop. Real, yeah. But, but anyways, you know, I, I digress. Um, all right, let's move over yeah, to. Yeah, I the- mean. Go ahead, sorry. That's the, I was going to say, that's the Pacific, man. Like like you were saying before, the Western Conference is just kind of uninspiring. Like there's, I mean, other than the points we mentioned before, the two J names, because everyone loves a good J name with, you know, got some good Jack Eichel and Jason Robertson going on. Other than that, it's just kind of mush. <laughs> um, but to talk about <laughs> um, the Central Division a little bit, you know, sitting at the top right now, the Dallas Stars, um, fraudulent, maybe a little, but Jason Robertson rocks i you know i'm not gonna sit here and be like points are everything but this dude is just on a heater man i i don't think it's fraud i don't think it's fraudulent as much as much as um as you know jason robertson is scoring the lights out right now he's sitting at what like 19 goals in in, uh 23 games points i feel like like yeah he's sitting at 36 points uh he's leading the league in goals and he is leading the league in points as well too um, which again, going back to uh, my rant about him not being signed. Oh my God, you, he should have. Really held didn't pay him. Yeah, like what? Holy shit! Like his his con. He, he, as soon as he put pe- uh, pen to paper, he was underpaid. Um, but I also won't cry for millionaires. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, as far as the stars go, like I don't think it's fraudulent. They they kind of have a bit of uh, their makeup is very similar to the Jets. I find like. They have uh, some some aging scoring pieces. They've got some some new 
uh, some newer guys up top, like, you know, Rupe Hints and Jason Robertson, who are kind of, you know, I would say kind of comparable to like, you know, your Kyle Connor and Nikolai Ehlers kind of guys playing with a, a Joe Pavelski, who is uh, a better version of Blake Wheeler, I would say. And then uh, you still have like Tyler Sagan, who is, you know, having a good year as well, too. Like they have a kind of, I think they have kind of what the Jets are also kind of looking to build their team as. Uh, and again, sorry, that caps off with, uh, you know, Jake Gottinger being uh, a force again. Um, that guy is going to be a Vesna candidate for years to come, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that this is fraudulent. I think last year, like the stars just took a, a, a bit of a, a bit, went a bit off course. And, and uh, I think this is just a correction to that. Like, I don't know. I, they, I, I think they're for real. They look like a better team. And I think they look better under Pete DeBoer, which also makes me a little worried considering we have their old coach. We got the guy, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Um, well, no, I think that, you know, and Rick Bonus, I think, is, you know, someone who's been around the block quite a few times, so he comes in and knows how to, you know, manage a situation, but I don't think he's the guy who leads a team to, you know, their absolute very best. I think he, he's a little bit more of a fixer than he is a whatever. So I think that, you know, he's more along the lines of what the Jets needed, but right now, but not in the long term. And he's not yeah. what Dallas needed long term in order to get them to the capacity that they needed it to be at. So I don't know. I always think that every team is a little bit fraudulent. When we get to the East, I'll talk about New Jersey. Obviously, I always think that, um, you know, any team that's really good, there's probably something going on there because, you know, I'm a pessimist and I hate everything. So, um, but I looking at that central division, obviously, other than the obvious of Colorado um, still being a fantastic team, I think they're far and away one of the better teams in that division. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And like <clears throat> Colorado, Colorado started off a bit slow, um, but boy, oh boy, they've really turned it on uh, as of late. Um, they're sitting at 25 points uh, in 19 games or uh, in third right now. But uh, again, they're only a game behind the Jets and uh, they play just hanging out till it matters. Right. Like they're they know they're a good enough team. Like it's not like it's. You know, do or die or anything right it now. reminds me very much of tampa in the sense yes, of that they were like very much like i think they went into the second year that they won the cup as like the third seed in the atlantic and they were just like okay cool so <laughs> yeah to, exactly that's a hundred percent it doesn't matter we have to play one of the uh the four insane teams in the in the atlantic no matter what kind of thing so right no um, totally. so i don't think that the the avalanche are panicking and they yeah again they you know, retool. They obviously lost Kadri, but you know, getting guys like Evan Rodriguez. Um, who else did they get? Alex Newhook's really stepping up this year. So And they like, got rid of Jack Johnson, so there's always that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and Bowen Byram looks looks fantastic. Now again, I'm I'm glad to see a guy who we were kind of scared might have his career uh derailed by concussions. He's he's looking a lot better now. Uh so very happy to see that. Um but yeah, like looking at the the central i guess we do have to talk quickly about the jets we'll we'll keep it short um fraudulent question mark yes yes <laughs> fraudulent yes <laughs> I, I don't think they're the real deal yet like i just i don't know what it's gonna take for me to think that they are because the thing is it's like josh morrissey real deal connor hallback real deal i think it's just their scoring their five on five scoring that's not enough for me to think that this team is sustainable going forward because if they can't if connor if kyle connor can't score 40 goals in a season like what are we doing here like I, I think that there's 
he's been hot as of late as of late though like he's been good recently i that yeah. was one thing i one thing you mentioned with uh marat on the show yeah recently he scored like a bunch of goals recently i swear he's good um <laughs> but like yeah like my my main takeaway with the jets is uh i'm not convinced on the offensive side of things um that they no. can get things done and that is not for lack of uh you know talent and again this is all being said while nick healers is still hurt um we should get him back in about a month and a half i think it was like six weeks or so for his uh surgery but i if it's longer so be it that's fine i'd rather him get you know healthy um but i i i think i think at least with the jets uh a foundation has been laid down um that is covering up the bodies that were buried in the ground from the paul maurice era uh occasionally you know one of those hands you know, creeps its way out through the cement and mud and pulls out and is, you know, saying hi to everyone. But I think this is a I th- really deep metaphor you're going into <laughs> right now. Or- but 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 I I think that it's it like just looking at it. I think that there is reason to be excited as a Jets fan, uh, which you know is nice to say for once. Um, and yeah, like it's it's hard to to not look at jo- the season Josh Morrissey's having. And the season Connor Hallibuck's having and going, you know, we still have a guy in our top six, arguably our best forward, who has been injured all year. And we're, we're only starting to get offensive contributions from these guys. And our bottom six is, is absolutely rolling now. Well, yeah, like, that's the thing to me is where you look at, like, all the things that were bigger question marks going into the season. Defense bottom six coaching those things all seem to be panning out right so it's like and connor Hellbuck wasn't worried about that and still i'm not worried about that and yeah it's just the five on five scoring from from the top half of the lineup right and i i still think it'll come and as soon as it does really come consistently i know you said that they've been scoring lately and i, I get it yes they have but to me it's not enough yet to me it's been you know, the chunk of the season, it's been too slow at the beginning. Like, Mark Shifley has been good, and I'm happy with that. If he can continue, Cal Connor can continue at this pace and hopefully start scoring some more. And if you're like Dubois, Colbert, Freddy, they can figure it out a little bit. That's when I'll start to believe that this team is the real deal. But until they can, fi- until they can figure it out, Here. you know, their puck movement's slow, they're um, like I just I don't I don't mm, I don't like it. I think I think I think the fundamentals are are still needing to be worked on, but I think that that's coming. So, um, and regardless, and I I also just look at the past uh and and how chevy's acted in the past when it came to coming to deadline to the trade deadline and this is a year where i i think that while we are all yelling right now that we need you know help in our middle six i think that eventually we're going to get to that point where chevy looks and goes okay uh i owe it to this team who has played better than their expectations have put the work in uh to come and actually you know give them some help because i think that the jets have earned some help um down in the middle of the lineup and and like even just looking at last year i know i said we'd get this short but of course we can't because it's the jets the jets come um, on it's us it's the jets what do you think but, is gonna happen <laughs> but like even looking at last year where he did this half ass half sell half buy like if if the jets coming in even into like into the trade deadline in third place in the in the central it, it, like i i totally absolutely 100 see the Jets as as a team that is buying. I I don't know yeah. who it'll be. I hope it's it's a it's a player like Connor Garland or like Sam Reinhart. If if either of those guys are available, excuse me, sorry. 
but yeah, like I, I don't know. I just I I see the tea leaves, and um, I think the fundamentals are there. I think you still need to roll out and figure out exactly, uh, you know, iron out all the edges and make sure everything's good. But I'm optimistic again. At the start of the year, we were cautiously optimistic that they would be fourth place, and now I'm cautiously optimistic that they'll be like third, maybe second. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, I do think that as the season, like you said, we've gotten to this whole, this American Thanksgiving checkpoint is usually a little bit of a better indicator of things. And I, I think that if you look at, you know, standings right now compared to two, three, four weeks ago, like things are starting to look more like, in my opinion, how they should. <laughs> you know, St. Louis is starting to creep back up a little bit. Minnesota is starting to creep. Like, you know, Chicago is sinking back down. Like, because things <laughs> were really weird at the beginning of the season, right? And I think that the Central as a whole is looking more like it probably will at the end of the season, I think that with the way things are going right now, the Winnipeg Jets are a playoff team. And I think that, um, you know, Dallas Stars, Colorado Avalanche, they, they finish up top. And then after that, um, it's whoever makes the most of the next, you know, two thirds, three quarters of the season. Right. Yeah, I think I think we should. That's a good segue to get us off the Jets to talk a little bit about the, the Wild or the Blues, because I think that they kind of fit in the same uh, underperforming and uh, yeah. not as good as expected, but kind of starting to figure it out. The Wild have had some injuries, so I, I know Flurry's been out for the past little bit, and even before then, he was kind of playing like dog shit. But he has more power play points than Alexi Lafreniere, which is hilarious. <laughs> who who tweeted that was that was a, that was a good tweet. Um, no, but the best tweet is the response. Oh yeah, but who has more playing time? Flory gets the whole two minutes <laughs> and then Jay Fresh, pardon my French, I don't like swearing all the time, but the tweet was so funny. He's like, this argument is so hilarious because have you considered the fact that he's a fucking goalie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay Fresh, what a Anyways. guy. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so like, again, looking at it, uh, Kaprizov, Kaprizov, I, I don't know which is the proper, I usually say Kaprizov, uh, is is an animal. Uh, he's kind of getting the, he's kind of the their Jason Robertson of like uh, him and his merry men. Um <laughs> uh on on the wild and uh and yeah so like i i see them continuing down this path i like fourth is exactly where i see them in the division um i think the blues maybe are gonna you know give them a bit more of a run than they'd expect uh after their really bad losing streak um they kind of stormed back and i feel like they want they went on a decent streak like i think in the in their last 10 games they're seven and three um, so that indicates that the blues have figured out what, what the fuck was going on wrong. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, so like, I, I see that shaking out as like, you know, I, I think that this is the, the wild card spots, the, the four and five with the wild and blues. I think that's kind of like a block. I think the top three will stay intact. I would hope, I hope the jets don't fall past three. That would, that would stink. Um, I also think that a jet stars, uh, first round series would be insane. Um, oh, it'd be nuts. Dude, it would be so bad. Jets stars games are always so fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're always a whooping though. I feel oh, like they're never close. But it's always by a different team. It's yeah. On that given day, you just pick one out of a hat that's gonna crush the other, and it's like it's always <laughs> ugly. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say uh, a quick, uh, I was right um, when it comes to the Predators. I did not believe that uh, Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne were going to score 40 goals again this year. Uh, and hey, it looks like they won't. It looks like uh, it looks like Roman Yossi also isn't scoring almost 100 points as a defenseman also. 
Oh, who could have, who could have guessed that that wasn't sustainable? Um, I guess regression is real. Exactly, and uh, it sucks. I, I'm a big fan of Saros, um, and I, I, you know, I want him to to be better, but uh, I also don't like the Predators that much. They are a stinky yellow putrid team, and I don't like them in that sense. Um, but I do like UC Saros, and I wish that he was on a better team. Um, that's all I have to so say true. about the Predators. Uh, they are so boring. Uh, uh, to me i i yeah, think they that are boring if you if you i think if anyone tunes into like a predators uh and then just pick, let's just pick one random team from the pacific a predators canucks game i think you're a masochist um if you're not a fan of either of those teams like that's sounds so awful um yeah the predators are just boring that's all i have to say about them yeah there's not much there's not much of a storyline there i think yeah they're poo. Yeah. Um, speaking of poo, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I know yeah, where you're Coyotes and the Chicago Blackhawks. Those are the other two left in the division that we haven't talked about. They suck. Um, we were watching the Jets game last night, right? And it was what final score seven two for the Jets, and we're all pumped. But it's like the Blackhawks are so bad. Like they are horrendous. What a terrible hockey team. And Arizona Coyotes also just bad. So yeah. I- I don't understand how Peter Morazic has a contract in this league. That man has never located where his posts are. Not a single time. Imagine letting Saku Menelainen score two goals on your one game. The second Saku Menelainen goal, uh, for those who didn't see it, he he comes in from the, on on the left wall, cuts in at like under the the face-off dot, and he's a left-handed shot, which means like his stick is even closer to the goal line and he somehow shoots over the glove so like across and over the glove of Peter Mrazek top corner. It was a great shot, but oh my god, Peter Mrazek is so bad. He has no idea where his net is. He has no idea where his posts are. I don't understand how he has a contract. Uh maybe specifically so that you can take for Connor Bedard, but uh I digress. That's that's uh neither here nor there. Actually, I think he's still on the contract that the Leafs signed him to, which is hilarious um but yeah the the blackhawks exists purely to be bad uh as they should uh that organization um and the coyotes again stink uh who else could could have seen it but also at the same time they're having a better season than expected like they are you know uh, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna go to go to bat for them, but no, never mind. They're seven, no, and t- they're seven, ten, it. and three, and have seventeen points in twenty games. They're not even five hundred. Fuck those guys. Uh, okay, we we can move on from the <laughs> from the central. Uh, okay, uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Atlantic, where the Bruins are uh, absolutely punching faces, or the Devils uh, in the Metro? I guess we kind of already the talked a bit of Devils. Entire Eastern Conference is just mayhem and it's amazing <laughs> it's insane the difference between the east and the west like <laughs> I, remember, I remember like five six years ago when all those like you know you had the strong la's and the chicago's and whoever they're good yeah. it's like the western conference was all about that playoff hockey right like they're hard hitting and even like san jose sharks were super good for like so long and now it's just like a conference of nothing like it's just guys all the stars <laughs> are in the east all the good teams are in the east all like it's just What's All the guys who are going to get West? traded are in the West. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trade um, block. I'm going to make but the exact... About... Go ahead. What, what were you going to say? You, you were going to say to talk about the Metro, weren't you? Yeah, I was going to say the Metro because we already kind of touched on the Devils, but... 
yeah, like I feel like there's a much more that needs to be said about them, right? Like they proved us all wrong. They're like, screw you, we rock, and we're gonna show you, and we're gonna continue to win games until you believe us. And <laughs> I have no choice but to start to believe them. I, I, I loved the. I still jet. think they're fraudulent, but I, I don't think they are. They, they have incredibly good underlying numbers, and also, um, they've got some swagger. I loved. The, I, I think everyone already mentioned it. We're all, we're pretty late on this because again, we took a bit of a hiatus. But that, that Jack Hughes clip where they're like, "What could you guys improve here?" And he's like, "I don't know. We're on a nine-game heater. What, like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? We're playing pretty good." <laughs> like that's that's what you love to see you love to see guys who are just enjoying it and having fun and like you know he's got some they've got confidence they've, they're a good team um when we talk eventually about the uh about the capitals which we'll get down the list uh, a little bit but um man both of the goalies they let go last season are doing pretty good this season. Samsonov with the with the the Leafs and Vanacek, who they paid a second for last year and then just let go. Um, what a weird that whole asset management with Seattle and that whole thing was super bizarre from Washington's part. But it was that was I think everyone's big question mark with the with the New Jersey Devils was goaltending, right? Like there were the, we we knew they had a lot of good pieces and it was like, but Mackenzie Blackwood is question. Question mark, question mark, question mark, right? Like, you never know what's going to go on yeah. with that guy. Like, he has the potential to be good, but he's hurt. Sometimes he's bad. Sometimes he's, who knows? Sometimes um, he's unvaccinated. So he's always unvaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just like, you never really know how goaltending is going to affect a team. And I, by no means, do I think that their goaltending is the reason they're doing as well as they are. They're, you know, their forwards are all contributing. You know, Jesper Bratt is worth mentioning by name because he's just, you know, going nuts. Yeah. And, Nico Heischer is, you know, doing better. I, I'm happy for him because a lot of people are talking about how, you know, underwhelming he was and all these things. And, you know, you feel bad for the guy. Like, he's he's a nice kid, and, you know, but he was a first-round draft pick. And everyone's like, if you're not scoring, you know, 100 points as a first-round draft pick, what are you doing kind of thing? And, you know, I think he's really coming into his own as more of a, you know, what's the, like a disciplined two-way kind of game player yeah. who's a really good anchor on a line to help kind of solidify your top six. Like, I think he's doing fantastic. I... I the only reason I think they're fraudulent is because I don't think any team is thirteen and zero good, um, but like I do think that they're genuinely a very good team, and I think I, that they're going to continue to showcase. Like yeah, like I think that their their pace will definitely slow down. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're going to be you know I don't think they're a nineteen wins to like nineteen to four win ratio. Uh, I can't do that math. Like five to one win ratio. I don't think that that's them. But uh, I definitely think it could be a four to one or a three to one. Like I think that they are genuine, gen like a genuinely good team. And now they have goaltending. They've got scoring. It's also worth mentioning that like Andre Pilat, their offseason signing is still injured and has been injured for like like a couple months now. Um, that's a guy who you know if the Devils making man like the Devils could actually like do really really good in the playoffs. Like they have. The guy, they have the the type of players you need to uh, excel in the playoffs. They've got good defense core. They've got good goalie. They've got scores. They've got guys like Andre Pilat and uh, who else? Ugh. They they oh my god, I'm blanking now. Anyway, it's not the point. Uh, that's a team who I'm I'm glad to see that we figured out who they are. And uh, for all the teams that we look at and go, maybe this year, maybe this year, maybe this year, they'll figure it out. I'm glad to see that they have. Um, 
But to move on, I don't think unless you have anything else you want to say on the Devils, um, yeah. the uh, the Islanders are are in second place there. Uh, man, what it's crazy what happens when you don't start your season on like a seventeen game uh, road trip. Um, so bad. <laughs> they're they're fifteen and eight. They've got thirty points in twenty three games. Uh, they're looking good. Like they look a lot more like the classic Islanders uh, that you see, where you're like, I don't really understand how they're good. They've got, but they have are playing you know good team uh, defense. They've got a good goalie. Ilya Sorokin is like. I was say Sorokin is worth mentioning, and he's you know for that second place. He, no, nah, he's no, nah, he's good. <laughs> no, nah, he's fucking good. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so like that, that's the, you know that's a team. I don't really have much to say on them. Uh, Barzell They're also still kind of boring, man. Like I, I, boring doesn't necessarily mean bad. And I just I don't know what much to say about them. Maybe it's just because I don't watch enough of them because of the market and yeah. you know just. But yeah, not. They're just their goalie is good and they have a lot of good pieces. And like you said, a pretty solid team game, right? Yeah, and I think that that's the. At, at their core what they are um and and they have an identity too so like i i don't know that's that's a team where i every year am, I, I always pick them to be much worse than they are and they always come out and they're always better than you think that they would be uh i had them at seventh in the division so good for me <laughs> um anyways uh we can move on to who i had first in the division uh can you guess it was the carolina hurricanes they're fine. Um, they're they're a fun team. Uh, I like that They'll they're okay. I don't know what was going on with their goaltending. Why we had uh, uh, against the Jets, it was Kachetkov. I th- maybe I know that they have some injure injuries going on. They also like re-signed him for a couple years. Um, it, I think I assume Anti Rant is hurt just because he's always hurt. Um, but Freddie. I don't know. Is he hurt too? I don't know. Also always hurt. Also always hurt. Yeah. So I I don't really know. It is what it is. Um, Brent Burns. Good. Yeah. And like, that's, that's a team that has like, again, uh, we talked about an identity and uh, they're a team that like. Adding, uh, adding Brent Burns is like. It exactly fits them like so absolutely yeah. and <laughs> and max patch is is i think skating already i could be wrong when i oh that. is he oh, i think cool. so i think he's progressing pretty well so that nice. is another guy to look out for on that team to come in and, and play again i it's crazy to think that like as as i'm looking at the metro the penguins and the rangers are in fourth and fifth and those are two teams that are like really good <laughs> you know like I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything else to say on the hurricane, so I'm going to scooch it forward. Especially since we're we're going we're going a little long already. Um, yeah, Penguins perennially good. Uh, again, they've got they've got the right mentality of you know with Sin Gino, we're going to go for it every single year that we can. And absolutely, uh, it, it's it's good to Absolutely. see. It's good to see we you know, having them all re resign all their guys in the off season, get Raquel back, and uh, and they're really pushing through. So I'm very happy for the Penguins that uh, they're doing they're doing pretty well. Uh, I don't really have much else to say, but it's it's the goddamn Penguins. What else can you say? You know. Absolutely, yeah. They they were so hot and cold. They had a rough stretch there for a bit, but like you said, it's absolutely the model to go for. While you have those guys, you go for it as long as you can. And they've developed such a strong team culture and just like you said you know the word identity is kind of stupid sometimes but it fits them perfectly right like they mm-hmm. um and also massive shout out for the gino thousandth game warm-up 12 <laughs> out of 10 i hope they win the cup because of that because it was funny um but yeah pens middle of the pack i'm sure they'll 
make the playoffs, second round exit, you know, like I, <laughs> um, it's, they'll be what they'll be. Um, but, uh, you know, got to respect it. Um, Rangers thoughts. Uh, it's the Rangers. I mean, Panarin, I think started off pretty slow, um, but is now uh, playing really well. Uh, they've got, again, a fantastic goalie in Igor Shesterkin, but I mean, he's kind of come back down to earth a little bit since his insane year last year. Um, Someone regressed in hockey. Whoa! They traded Dude, Ryan Reeves uh, to the Wild, which is which. I guess we can mention that. Uh, so they're better now. <laughs> the Rangers. That is. That is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think we're looking at at both conferences. Uh, I look at the two guys, the two teams, or sorry, not the two conferences, the two divisions in the in the East, and I look at the two teams that are in uh, four and five, and I go, well, it looks like the Metro is going to be the teams. Uh, I would say that are are gonna get one, if not both, uh, wildcard spots. Um, for context, the teams are the Red Wings and the Panthers on the other side, which we'll get into LOL. the Panthers. I can't wait to talk about the Panthers. We we should do thirty one teams in the NHL for an episode, and next episode we just talk about the Panthers. <laughs> so. There's this guy. His name is Paul Maurice. <laughs> anyways, anyways. We'll get, anyway, we'll get we'll get we'll get there. We'll get. Um. Okay. So again, the bottom of, of the uh, of the metro, man. The Capitals have really fallen off, and I don't know if it's a case of they have in like mad injuries because I think they had like forty mil on the cap at one point or on the on on uh, LTIR for a while. I could be wrong on that number, but I I remember that they have a lot because they had like Backstrom. They had who else was out? Oshi was out. Well, yeah, those two guys alone will eat up like you know almost half of that, right? I think like, a good it's... chunk of their D was out. Like that's a team where not only one, uh, I actually think that they are this. This was coming for a while. I don't think that they play well enough defense, um, and they've floated on their power play success and scoring, uh, and and decent goaltending. And now I don't think they're getting as good a goaltending with uh, with with the, with your boy Darcy Kemper. Uh, I think he's been fine play. this year. He's, <laughs> he's been fine this year, but he's definitely not the Colorado version of him because uh, he's not playing behind Colorado anymore. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. I don't know really else what else to say about the Caps. Uh, I just hope that Ovi keeps scoring because uh, that's Real. that's all I care so about uh, when it comes to those guys. I think you nailed it when you said they fell off. Like truly, they just... And Whoops, I think, but yeah, I, I think that this is the year. Please. This is the year they don't make playoffs. And, and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, I just don't see it coming all together for them, um, especially in such a crazy division. Like, again, that they're in sixth, and the people ahead of them uh, are the Devils, who are a, a, a absolute wagon. Uh, the Islanders, the Hurricanes, the Pens, and the Rangers. All teams that you're like, yep, they're going to make playoffs. And that's five already right there. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah. And then when it comes to the bottom low, um, because they stink. But I just I honestly I genuinely I don't usually pity hockey fans like I'm like, you know what? All of our teams suck. I pity Philadelphia Flyers fans. They have nothing to be excited about right now. They have nothing to be excited about in the future. They're just bad. Like, it's just they're an underwhelming team. Yeah, they kind of stink. So w when it comes to them, um, 
like I don't I genuinely do not have anything to say about the Flyers. Uh they are what they are. Uh they're doing be- they they've come back down to earth. They've lost 10 in a row, <laughs> which yeah. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, I Yikes. I didn't I didn't know until I looked over at their streak and it says L10. So, uh looks looks like it's double digits, baby. Yeah, they're 07 and yeah. 3 in the in the last 10, which is more like what they should be versus the the, the version of them at the start of the season. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything to, else to say about them. Uh, freak the Flyers, who cares? Um, and then just a quick uh, rest in peace to the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, so sad. So sad. So, so bad. bad. I wonder how Johnny G's feeling. Probably like a little bit of a fool. Yeah. But listen, I, there's no way he signed that contract thinking they were going to be good this year. I don't know if he thought they were going to be this bad, but that's just, that's a team that needs help everywhere i think he thought they'd be better than this for sure but also yeah yeah i mean patrick line has been out injured but that's again every team has injuries so i that's a shitty excuse i I think i think for them like i again i'm i will fully say right now i am talking out of my ass i think goaltending hasn't been great for them and then all in all they aren't a great team zach wierenski is out for the entire season now um this is tough like it's tough to i'm glad i'm not a blue jackets fan uh it's tough for uh for nasher i'm sure uh, i'm sure he's uh crying himself to sleep every night uh i'm sure he's not but you know what i mean anyways the the blue jackets are who they are um it's it stinks uh, i was hoping they'd be better this year i think i had them i had them in sixth uh, above the islanders again to reiterate <laughs> my dumbass takes guys, eh? uh, I, I actually do hate the islanders i'll be honest yeah. the only player i like is barzell on that team and uh and dobson and, and sorokin those are the three guys who i'm and i don't even like sorokin i'm just like he's good manitoba legend ryan Pollock, rude wow um no but for the columbus blue jackets like i don't know like I, I still like watching them because for those of you who don't know, I'm actually, I consider myself to be like a part-time Columbus Blue Jackets fan just because of my complex personal history with their team and with their two superstar Patrick Laine and Pierre Dubois players. Anyways, um, but like Yegor Chinakov, Cole Sillinger, Kent Johnson, those guys are all a ton of fun to watch. And so it's like, there's some hope in that, but just this team stinks for right now and it's like that that's that's the be all end all of it they're gonna finish in the bottom of this division i swear they need center um, depth or, they, they just need centermen like that's it's really what it is honestly yeah yeah they they need some help there for sure yeah but um yeah so that that's the metro right it's uh and even the teams that are not great like there's still i don't know i just find that the the division is a lot of fun in the sense that there's a lot of movement and there's a lot of you know many rivalries and a lot of you know big stakes games and a lot of exciting plays and a lot of good highlights that come from games that exist in the metro so big fan of the metro um and uh yeah go devils bro <laughs> go devils <laughs> all right adam, in my adam wild uh, era <laughs> um all right over to the atlantic oh my god the bruins holy shit 18 and 3 uh every year everyone's like oh the the bruins are out of it the bruins are out of it the bruins are out of it uh absolutely no the fuck they are not uh they are this was the year that i was wagon. like because oh they are a wagon they absolutely are a wagon and it's the kind of thing where it's like it's giving pittsburgh penguins where it's like as long as we have our guys let's just see what we can do 
And I do understand the whole concept of an aging cur or aging core, pardon me. And then when you start to see the results dip a little bit, and it's like, I agree that you know I was expecting them to regress a bit, but this was the year. I fully and you know I'm showing my ass here, but like I said, yeah, this was the year that they were going to start to fall off, and part of that to me was because of the coaching change. And I thought that was going to have a much more yeah. negative impact on them than it has and it's almost like it looks like it's been better for them almost which is so surprising to me because i still almost want to nominate bruce cassidy for a jack adams this year like i don't know what's going on with this bruins team they just rock yeah they i i don't understand how yeah like that was such a such an interesting thing because especially with seeing how cassidy moved over to vegas and has been like uh, uh, f- uh, like the, the the Golden Knights are a force. I mean, I think that probably also has to do a lot more with the players they had coming back from injury this year. But Bruce Cassidy is definitely part of that. Like that's absolutely a part of it. And um, I didn't think this highly of Jim, Jim Montgomery. Uh, but hey, they they are insane. They're an insane team. Allmark is is uh, an insane goalie. Swayman has been decent. He started off a little slow, but I mean. They're eighteen and three. How how slow could the goalie have been? Um, he uh, can't have lost more than three games. Exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. That that is that's a wagon. That's a team that I'm looking at and going. I wouldn't want to play them in playoffs. And uh, God, the I only hope. thing that would make them better would be if they were to sign Mitchell Miller. I think that would be what would put them over the edge. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, you you missed. I can't believe that. You missed a what? great episode. Well, I well, see, well, you were gone. I had my, I had Mikey Stevens on. And oh yes, your your man, your your love, <laughs> Mikey Stevens, and uh, yeah, he had. I some... could be his second wife, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the fate he's destined to. Um, he had some really good insight on that because he also like was in doing like scrums when. Because because the, the most insane part of that, we're not going to reiterate the full thing, but the most insane part of that was that was done on a Friday before the Bruins played the Leafs in Toronto. So, like, they immediately had the entire media storm on them. And uh, and yeah, I would if, if you guys missed it, I would highly suggest going to listen to that. Um, we, it's called the dumbest signing <laughs> in NHL history. Uh, and I it's insane. So insane. Um, anyways, let's move on uh, from the Bruins. Guess we can talk about. I guess we should talk about the Leafs. We always say things like that, but then we still find a way to bring them up in literally every single conversation that we because have. Because they're so, so like, relevant mm-hmm. to everything. It's 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 annoying. Like, like I don't. The main like character it. syndrome is just contagious. We just we we cling on to it, and we're like, oh, everyone else thinks of the main character. I guess we have to think of the main character. Whatever. I don't know. Mitch Marner, good goaltending fine i guess considering the circumstances it hasn't been as detrimental so this is the thing matt murray starts the season doesn't look great gets injured Ilya samsonov comes in looks really really good and was like like oh damn he's gonna be the starter kind of thing uh he gets injured they flounder around with uh shalgren for like i don't know a couple weeks a week or two Matt Murray comes back from his injury since then has looked really, really good. Um, that's all I can really say about the Leafs on on, on the goaltending front. Uh, it looks like their bets are kind of starting to pay off a little bit. But when it comes to like the rest of the team, they're, you know, they're again, they're they're not 
a bad team, so to say, right now. Like they're 14, 5, and 5. They've got 33 points in 24 games. Obviously, that they're they're good. They're in second in one of the better uh divisions in the league. And they and Austin Matthews still isn't really scoring at a high clip. Like he they kind of have a bit of the the jet syndrome that we talk about with like Kyle Connor not scoring, where they're you're like mm-hmm. the team. You're, some of the guys you would expect to be scoring a lot more aren't. Um, but at the same time, like Mitch Marner was on, I don't know if he still is, but was on like a 14-game point streak. I think he still is. If they, they played, did they play today? Because he was as of like this afternoon. I have no idea. I, uh, do you I think, don't know. I don't care. Why, why would I pay attention to anything in this league? <laughs> Especially the Leafs. Um, Especially if we're going to, you know, talk on a podcast about it. Why would we pay attention to anything that's going on? Neither of us know. It's World Cup right now, dude. What? I'm not watching oh, hockey. Don't, don't even mention. Don't even, don't even bring that shit up. We don't have time to talk about the World Cup. Um, uh, yes, Marner, his, his point streak is continued. He, I just checked. He scored tonight. Uh, frick that guy. Uh, anyways, the Leafs, uh, stink and they're, they're a good team, but they stink because they're the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I don't have anything else to say on them. Uh, they have a lot I of injuries too. I hope they too. finish at, in some capacity where they're able to lose in seven games. I want the them Boston Bruins to, I want them to play. One. Yeah, I want them to play, play the Bruins in round one so badly, but that I don't expect them to drop out of the top three to be honest with you yeah um, no it, it's hard in that capacity and the only thing that's worrisome about that is just if you're always taking a gamble right because it's like obviously there's a 98 percent chance that they lose in seven games to the boston bruins but that two percent chance that they break the curse and it's against the boston bruins means that they will become unstoppable and that's the last thing i want so it's it's really tough life is hard you know the only thing i'll say about that though is like it would at least be a good story it would suck it would no, suck so much no there's okay. no such thing as a good story no, where I, the Toronto Maple Leafs have I'm a redemption just, arc no i i don't want them to have a redemption arc and i don't want their fans to have any more ammunition to be even more annoying but i i i can at least say i'm i'm getting a little sick and tired of the the same bits that we always do with them and i just want some new new material i here's the thing a picture this picture this they they go on a run and they tragically lose like just imagine this they they get to the cup finals they they go up four nothing or three nothing in the series not four nothing they go three nothing in the series reverse sweep just just imagine imagine the like the humor imagine the the vitriol the 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 (laughs) Like, like you thought Vancouver in 2011 was bad. Like, boy, oh the city boy, of Toronto. The population will knock down by like 13 percent because <laughs> people will just be like out there committing. Who knows? Yeah, no. You know what? Good point. Good point. As long as I it just, ends with them. To, 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 to be clear, I am not advocating for for anyone to commit crimes. <laughs> I am just saying it would be. Oh, I am. Arson it would be a very. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a funny story at least it would i'm just saying it would give new life to to making fun of leafs fans um, yeah no i'm tired of hearing 2004 1967 it is getting a little bit tiring so you know what oh yeah okay okay anyways uh, we'll, move, we'll move on let's we're already running long uh the lightning uh the lightning are the lightning i i have nothing to say about them do you have anything to say they will continue no not really um, Perfect. <laughs> Anthony Sorelli needs to come off because he's taking up an IR spot on my fantasy team. That's it. RIP. Um, the Red Wings are doing a lot better than expected. They're 11, 6, and 4. They had an insane amount of offseason uh, additions. Um, 
I don't know how our boy Andrew Cobb is doing, but uh, I wouldn't imagine it's incredible. I think it's probably just the standard Andrew Cobb uh, output. Um, Billy Huso seems to be a lot better than Alex Nadelkovic, um, which I wouldn't have bet on, but at the same time, uh, I don't think Huso is that great either. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about the Red Wings. They're they're doing better than expected under a new coach, and that's good for them. Um, I think they're going to just keep getting better every single year because they've got a lot of good young pieces. Uh, I can see next year them becoming uh, a force once again soon. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I think, I, I just think it's time they need. I think it'd be good for hockey for the Red Wings to be good again. So, um, rooting for them in some capacity. So yeah, for sure. And then here we are. <laughs> To talk about the fifth place, Florida Panthers. I need to talk first. I need go to ahead. talk first. Go, go off. I just, I get so frustrated with the whole thing on the internet. Of, mm, he's an NHL GM. He's an NHL coach. I think he knows better than you. Like, teams don't lose all the time. Like, teams don't screw up all the time. We're right. He's not a good coach. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. I, and not to relate this completely back to the Jets. Uh, do we think that, I mean, I guess I am going to relate it back to the Jets. Do we think that Rick Bonus is actually a savior or he's just not Paul Maurice slash Dave Lowry? He's just not Paul Maurice. He's not a savior. No, he's not. He's, he's just not Paul Maurice. He's just like or a, coach. a product of Paul Maurice's coaching system. Yes. He's just a, he's coach, just a coach who coach like demands not... good things from his players and like actually coaches them. <laughs> and seems like a little bit less stubborn. And I don't even know. Like, yeah, no. I, yeah. And it's obviously not about the Jets. I do think we also need to mention that Carter Verhege. Probably not a fraud. This guy seems legit. Last year, I was like, what the heck is going on with this dude? And he, he's, he's like top 15 in the scoring race, I'm pretty sure right now. Like, legend. Good for him. But reading things from Florida fans, and they're like, they're just so befuddled. And they're like, why is this happening? Or like, why is Maurice doing this? I, I'm like, man, welcome to my life, man. This is I seven years. I don't want to take the heat off of Maurice because I think it's fun and funny. And it feeds <laughs> perfectly into our agenda. Um, True. But- but here's the thing. Uh, I We do also have to acknowledge they did have a pretty decent turnover. They kind of have the same thing with Calgary that Calgary is going through where you have some new yes. guys. You have some turnover. You do have to kind of figure out the whole, uh, you know, everything else. Um, on defense, like Aaron Ekblad was injured for a, a decent chunk of the season. Uh, or he missed it. I don't know. Like I'd say like 10 games, I want to say. Um, and all right. Again, losing Mackenzie Weger in that trade. Huge blow. Huge blow. Um, so that's really like tough. Like you were saying, every team goes through all that turnover, right, every year. But if you look at some of the teams that have been consistently good, the Tampa Bays, the Bostons, the Pittsburghs, their core, their scoring core is the same, and you can build around that. So when that's the piece that's changing, it takes a lot longer to adjust. So I absolutely have some patience for them in that capacity because losing Jonathan Huberdeau, Mackenzie Weaker is a huge blow. Even if you're getting Matthew Kachuk, I don't really want to get into that. But like you're still, it's not like you're not getting pieces in return, but it's just harder to adjust. Yeah, absolutely. And and especially when it's like one of your top defensemen go, like that's. I think that that's an underrated, such an underratedly bad move. Like it, it was such an interesting trade, but the fact that Mackenzie Weger had to be part of that, it makes it a really tough look on Florida's end because, especially with the fact that Calgary so quickly got these guys re-signed. Yes, that's w- the biggest. piece. That's that, the yeah. big piece, and so like maybe maybe it just wasn't going to happen, um, 
in in Florida with re-signing those guys. We don't know, but but it definitely does have a bad look, especially with the team underperforming so heavily. And again, Absolutely. going back to the Paul Maurice thing, you, you literally had a coach last year who stepped in once uh, once Coach Q got got the axe. Bye. Um, <laughs> got the axe. And uh, Andrew Brunette came and like took this team to be a President's Trophy team. And like the stuff with 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 Q like happened in like November. So like Brunette, yeah, was, Brunette was yeah Brunette was the coach for like ninety percent of the year. So it's not like he just stepped in and inherited a team that was already doing really well. I mean he might have, but like it was still at the start of the season. He had to do most of the legwork of coaching yeah, that absolutely. team. And so for sure. It makes it look so much worse that they just said piss off to this guy and and brought in Paul Maurice, who is oh. the, the the losingest coach in NHL history, uh, which is my favorite stat of all time. I love that so much. So funny. Um, so funny. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they're they're mediocre. They're they're they've got twenty three points, twenty one games, uh, eight. Or sorry, ten, eight, and three. Uh, not good enough. Uh, and and as I was saying before, I think that those two wild card spots, I definitely would see the Penguins and the Rangers, uh, both being ahead of the Red Wings and Panthers. Even though the Red Wings are ahead of the Penguins and Rangers currently, I don't think that's gonna hold out the rest of the year. Um, Florida yeah. Panthers are a mushy middle hockey team being coached by Paul Maurice. No one is surprised by it. It's just there's something slightly redeeming as a hockey fan knowing that you were right because we were. Yeah, and we knew we would be. We knew we were. Um, but that's about <laughs> all. Um, but again, once again, once again, Homer seems like a really nice guy. Like I don't actually yeah. just like him as a person. Yeah, it's just absolutely. Like, you know, you know, you get it. You get it. You get it. He just um, messed with yeah. my favorite team, which is my hockey team. He, that's that's all. Exactly. Nothing personal. Um. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, last two, uh, three teams. I think we have to touch on all of them: the Canadians, Sabers, and Senators. Uh, I think they all have at least something I want to bring up on each of them. Uh, Canadians doing better than expected. Cole Caulfield, great. Nick Suzuki, insane. He had that Datsuk flip in that one. Uh, that Did he one do it sh- twice? Did he do it Did twice? It twice I don't know. That that's insane. I love I love that move. It's it's so funny. It's a great um, move. Uh, yeah, the the Canadians uh, are a fun team. I they this is exactly where I would have pegged them uh, at the start of the year. I think. Uh, actually, I had them eighth, but uh, whatever. And, <laughs> but uh, this is this is the area that I would we would have had them in. Uh, oh, and they're they're these better. Bottom than three teams are whatever. Who yeah. cares? No, yeah, I, I agree. Um, they are uh, they're fun. It, it, they're a fun team, which is all you can ask for when you're not great. Um, and they're yes. building towards the future, right. which uh, again, I love what Marty St. Louis is doing there. Love the way he's coaching. Um. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. Arbor Jacki, cool guy, you know, but as everyone won't shut up about him all year, but for rightfully so, he's been one of the better talking points for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, it's the Canadians. They'd be much better if they had Carey Price still, but uh, unfortunately, that's just not the case. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that they have a bright future ahead, I would say. Yeah, no, and it's, again... Why I feel like I don't know why I keep saying this, but I, I believe it. It's good for hockey for the Montreal Canadiens to be good. Like they're exciting. No, it's and not. I, I want them guys. to be good. <laughs> See, I don't hate Montreal as much as everyone else does, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I feel kind of bad for Jake Evans or something, but like I've never disliked them as much as I've disliked some other like the a lot of people would group them in with the Oilers and the Leafs as far as, you know, media annoying worst 
I don't. French. But I also understand people who do French. Ooh. As we are both French-speaking <laughs> Canadians, too. But, um, see, but, but it, that makes it funnier because then you know you can make fun of them. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, well, fuck, what was I going to say? Christ, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, like, oh, the, the reason I don't like the Canadians is because I grew up with friends who were Canadians' friends, or uh, fans who wouldn't shut up about them and it was it was just annoying i hate i just hate the blue blanc et rouge uh <laughs> fuck those guys uh okay the, t- the the buffalo sabers kind of where we expected them to be uh unfortunately eric comrie has kind of come down from his heater on the start of the year uh i still we all stand by still the fact that the jets should have kept him but um oh my god if there is one play if you had to ask me you you are able to drug test one player in this league it's absolutely Tage Thompson. What the fuck is this man on? What is this guy doing? Like, I don't understand. This is a guy who, like, completely defied all of the, like, analytical crowd stuff. Even even with the the deal that he signed this year, everyone was dunking on, on the Sabres because they were like, yeah, I, I'm sure this guy's going to shoot 20% again, you know? And... I don't know what he's shooting right now, but he it doesn't matter. He's putting the puck in the net. He said fuck around and find out. Like Did you see his goal? I think it was tonight that he had, where he like just backed off of, of a huge battle in the corner, picked off a pass uh on the against the lightning, and just absolutely deked out the uh the lightning goal. I think it was Brian Elliott tonight, but either way. Mm, no one needs to know that though. This guy the is the vibes are immaculate with him. He's so like it's just I wanted to keep going for as long as possible. Like when, who was it? Bleacher Report put out like a mock <laughs> USA Olympic team the other day. And on like Tage Thompson, if you told me like two years ago, Tage Thompson would be on a roster and Kyle Connor would be a healthy scratch. I'd be like, excuse me. I still don't think Kyle Connor is a healthy scratch on that roster, but I'm not taking out Tage Thompson for him. Tage Thompson, my number one guy, bring him in there. Take him in over Austin Matthews. I don't care. I, is he a fraud? No, maybe a little. But no, no, point. he's not. This guy, this guy is insane. Like it he might be the real deal. But, but the, the the thing is, the goals that you see him score, like it's just him imposing himself on other people and being like, "Oh, I have the reach of like a seven foot tall man, and uh, uh, my hockey stick is almost seven feet long too. Uh, I can just like." dipsy doodle skate through you use my body and then as soon as I need, i'm against the goalie it's just like okay i can pull it to this side and if it's like now 10 feet uh, across from where it was previously um this guy's an animal and i have to ask you one question did the buffalo sabers win the ryan o'reilly trade <laughs> okay so i, I to reiterate Listen. to reiterate real quick patrick berglund who fucked off immediately. Vladimir Sobodka, yeah. who also st- stuck around for a year and then left. Uh, Tage Thompson and a first round pick in the 2019 draft and a second round pick in the 2021 draft. Uh, I don't know. I I, I, I want to look up those picks. Um, I want to say Ra- Rasmus Dahlin. No, 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 no. They didn't. They wouldn't have been the first pick. Oh, that, that, was, that was Buffalo's pick. That was Buffalo's pick. Mm, dummy. Um, okay. I'm 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 looking if, it up. I'm looking it up real quick. If one of those picks is JJ Paterka, they immediately win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the oh best no. hockey player in the NHL. Buffalo, Buffalo. There's Dylan Cozens, who they got seventh 
But I think that would have been their own pick. That would have been their own pick, I'm sure. Uh, Jolene's 2018, I think. I think. I'm oh, just, Buffalo. Just uh, oh, goose. this. Oh, oh, it was. It was. This was the year that they won the cup. Uh, they drafted Ryan Johnson, who I uh, is a is a Ooh. person, is a person. I don't know. He's playing <laughs> he's in. Guy. He's playing in U of Minnesota. Uh, okay, things are looking good for this Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> Uh, okay. I I can't even tell if he's a forward or a, he's he's a D man. Okay, he's got a decent amount of points for a D man. Okay, you know what? Maybe he might be good. Dang. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see in a year or and two when they sign a him to twenty twenty one second. Yeah. Anyways, not the point. But I think on the Tage Thompson front, they might have. Like I think both teams got what they needed, considering uh you know the Blues got a cup out of it. <laughs> um, so I don't think that they're too. Uh, ask for. They're. I don't think they're too upset with uh, what they lost. But um, man, uh, that that's the one thing. I, I'll I'll look at the Sabers, and you know they always are kind of where they are. But Alex Tuck's playing well. Jeff Skinner's kind of having a good season, and He's oh my, tonight, I mean. and and oh my God, Tage Thompson. So that's all I have to like, say on the Sabers. Honestly, go off. And you know what? They are like I just want to say like I'll I'll say it. I wrote it like six times in my notes yesterday, and I was like I refuse to say it on the stream because I won't. Tage Thompson is just a sleigh. Like, honestly, like he's laying right now, and I am more than happy for him to keep going at this pace because it's funny as hell, and I love it. And I hope he ends up finishing in the scoring race, like above, like someone who's like notably a much better hockey player than him. Like, I just can you imagine if Tage Thompson finished ahead of like Nathan McKinnon in points or something like that? Like, how funny would that be? Like, that would I just... be that would be sick if you ask me. That'd be sicko sick. mode. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then finally and now to finish off this oh man the ottawa senators just okay one thing i want to say i am sick and tired of the ryan reynolds storyline shut the fuck up i don't care uh, are you are you are you in agreement with me or are you not like i feel like i feel like i haven't heard as much of it lately it got pretty played out pretty quickly but like i i think there's still rumblings around it uh the my main issue with it is it's 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 giving exactly what um I hate about hockey culture other than the obvious really bad stuff. Um, but like the the it's it's they kind of have their hockey has its like it's almost like Winnipeg syndrome, where we like have to kind of overcompensate for how like we like our city. Uh, even though we talk shit about it all the time, but we have to like overcompensate and be like, see, no, like we're we're the fun sport. We, and and when so, like fun things happen, we like grasp onto it. Um, and I yeah, feel th this okay, th this is giving very much like, um, hey, a celebrity shows that he likes hockey. Let's show him on our social media every single time that uh, he's at a game. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of giving that same thing where it's like it is an overcompensation for sure. I feel yeah. like anytime hockey gets a little bit of like mainstream media like remember when Stephen a smith on his show did like a little hockey bit and people wouldn't stop circulating like it's all these things like it, it does get played out super quickly when there's like a like a mainstream <laughs> hockey reference or something so yeah no fair my favorite thing from that is just i <laughs> I clipped this one part of that thing. He was just like going through facts about the about hockey that he was just saying, and the first one he just goes, "The puck is black," and just yells it into the camera. <laughs> anyways, and that I I love Stephen A. Smith. He's such a funny guy. Um, but uh, but anyways, back to 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 finish this off. The Senators, um, they are bad. Thank you, doo doo. 
Um, bad, my, bad, bad. My only thing I want to say is I think Stutzel and Stutzel and uh, and Giroux are both having pretty decent seasons, if I remember correctly. Uh, um, but and Sanderson is good. Like I think that that that's one thing to be excited yeah. about too. Is every time the one thing like. I don't know how it works, and I haven't looked enough at their numbers and anything like that, but it seems like every time they bring in one of their younger, highly touted prospects and they actually start to play in the NHL, they do well. Like, they're they're doing okay. Their team is still bad, and, you know, if your team is bad, it means your players probably aren't great, so I don't know what that means exactly, but that's exciting for them, at least. And there was was a lot of talk around Sanderson and if he was going to be, like, good, or, like, as good as, Mm -hmm. as, you know, as, as they touted him at like they took him at fifth right fifth overall and so that was yeah. and, and i think there, there were other guys who were available i think like jamie drysdale for oh, jamie example. drysdale is yeah and um, looking for a defenseman and and yeah so i and i think jake sanderson kind of had the like he has uh maybe not as much of the like analytical stuff but he's got a good uh structure good form he's a good big guy so um so there was a lot of detractors on that but he does look like an nhl player he does look like he's good um so that's that's great for the senators um yeah i mean the only thing i'll say is that i think the the team is progressing in the sense of the their young guys are you know a year older you're more experienced uh i would love for uh the prospects on my team to continuously progress and and get uh you know more more reps in and this and that but that's for another conversation uh which i'm sure we'll dive into on game over all the time um but yeah, I don't. I don't know. The Senators are. They are what they are. They're they're stinky poo poo, and um, yeah. But it is what it is. I don't know really what else to say about them. They're. I mean, that's what happens when you go through division. Start at the top and go to the bottom. It's uh, you <laughs> end with the stinky doo doo, and it is what it is. But uh, I think kind of general consensus is like I was saying to Brady before we started recording. Right, is that you look at the difference in the standings, or maybe I said this while recording. I don't even know at this point. It's late. <laughs> um, but you look at the standings from three weeks ago, right, compared to now, and, and things are starting to regress a little bit more towards your expectations, right? Like, things are so skewed at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, a week into the season, the Philadelphia Flyers to the top of the Metro, right? Like, you know, these things always happen, and it takes a while for them to even out. But looking at things now, um, you know, at this American Thanksgiving break where we're saying that this is a pretty good indicator of how things are going to potentially pan out for the rest of the season, like things are starting to look a little bit more like we expected. But then there are obviously the surprises, whether it's top, bottom, middle of the pack and whatnot. But uh, safe to say, I think um, we're in for some decent hockey for the next couple of months while teams try and solidify their spots. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with that, I think it is it is time to wrap it up and uh, and for us to both head to bed. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty late over here. But anyways, thank you all for listening uh, and and or watching. Um, next episode, we are going to have a new layout on our YouTube. Uh, I unfortunately didn't have time to set up today, but we'll have that ready to go next time. Um, so, yeah, make sure you follow us on uh, on Twitter at Can't Each Size, uh, myself at NHL Chunky, uh, Liss at Liss Hood. Uh, l-y-s-s-h-o-u-d-e i almost forgot the e sorry (laughs) um but yeah and uh and check out game over you know come in and have a chat with us we're we're gonna be one of us will will be live after every single jets game uh let us know if you have any guests you want us to pull on and uh and yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun make sure to, to subscribe also on our youtube 
Uh, follow our TikTok at Can't You Size. I don't know if you find us wherever you can. Just go look. Yeah, looking. definitely. You'll, it's not and hard <laughs> to find. Like Brady was saying before, we know a lot of people who listen are Jets fans due to the nature of kind of you know knowing us and whatnot. So definitely, yeah, check out our game over streams and uh, um, you know connect with us on any social media that you prefer because we're having a good time over here. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in as always, and we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Peace out.